This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 125 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them, or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority, and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for Bluehost for more information today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. Did you catch yesterday's episode 124 where I talked about agent tools to make agents' lives easier? If not, go ahead and make sure that you check that out. And if you didn't hear yesterday, this week is all about our agents that are providing that excellent digital and social customer care to our customers. They are so important. So we're focusing all week on what we can do from a strategy and structure perspective to give them the support that they need so that they can do their best work for our customer base. But before we get into that, I do want to share a few announcements with you. Next Wednesday, February 28th, is when Social Media Marketing World 18 kicks off out in sunny San Diego, California at the convention center there. I will be there covering the event for the show. And there will be, even though it's a marketing conference, there will be a lot of information there that will be pertinent to us as digital and social customer care leaders. You know, I find that as marketers, when they're going out to look for places where marketing our particular products and services would be of benefit to our companies, I find that if it's a channel where customers are then able to talk back, which is a new thing relatively in the last 10 and 15 years, when customers are able to talk back in those marketing channels, I tend to find that our operations centers are more equipped in terms of hours of operations and then being able to fully solve some of the questions that customers have. And because of that, I like to stay close to what marketing is doing in terms of development and new frontiers so that I can understand what sort of impact that will have on needing to deliver customer service in those different spheres where customers are going to be. Think about the new places where things can happen now. If we look at Alexa, if we look at all of these different audio places There are a lot of different things that we need to think about from a customer service perspective, how we'll be able to handle that, what we should do, and how we'll be providing that service. So this conference is really going to be a place where we can get on top of what's coming down the pike from a social media marketing perspective. Also, there are going to be a couple of sessions that are specific to delivering customer care over social media. 
but I'll cover that a little later in the week for you. If you are heading out to Social Media Marketing World 18, I'll be there. So tweet me at FSOCHE so that we can catch up and grab a cup of coffee and maybe I can find out what's happening with your program in digital and social customer care. I'd love to just chat and see what's happening in your world. And also speaking of conferences, I don't think it's too early to tell you that the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit is going to have a West Coast event this year for the first time. It's going to be June 7th through the 8th in also coincidentally San Diego. So think about starting to make plans to attend that now. This is a conference that is very specific to customer experience and social media and digital customer care. There are many experts that go to this event. I've met many contacts and connections here. I've been going to the Customer Service Summit since 2011, and I've met someone new every time I've been that has been very instrumental in helping me either solve a problem that I've worked on or helping me look at something in a new way, been a great contact that I can bounce ideas off of later, or been a new member of a consortium group that I'm in. So I definitely recommend if you've got one event that you can go to every year for your development, this one is one that would definitely be fantastic if you're in digital and social customer care. And the other announcement that I have for you is that my new book is coming out soon. It's called What Customers Want. And if you are a member of the Social Pack, you will have excerpts from this book being delivered directly to your inbox pretty soon. But if you haven't signed up for the social pack yet, don't worry, it's not too late. Just head on over to sociallysupportive.com and sign up today. I promise not to spam you. I will only send you information that should be very interesting to us in digital and social customer care. All right, so let's move into today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Michael Jordan, who said, Some people want it to happen. Some people wish it would happen. Others make it happen. And our book of the day is More is More by Blake Morgan. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about solving problems, specifically talking about not apologizing, but solving problems. And this information was partly informed by the Conversations article titled, Customer Service Staff Need to Be Problem Solving, Not Apologizing, by Jagdeep Singh. So let's start out talking about why I think this is important. We had an episode, episode five, and it was titled Hiring the Right Type of Agent. And I highly recommend that if you haven't listened to that episode, you press pause right now, roll all the way back to episode five, and listen to the episode about hiring the right type of agent. Because there was an article that I covered where it talked about research conducted about NPS scores correlating directly positively to agents who were not overly empathetic, didn't apologize very much, but really took charge, got a little bossy pants almost, and solved the problem for the customer. So the research is telling us that our instincts to hire people who are very empathetic who are very sweet and nice to the customer and apologize, those are good. But really what a customer wants even more than that is for an agent to step in, say that they know what's happening, say that they know how to fix it, that the customer's in the right place and solve that problem for the customer. 
to take charge and give the customer choices so that the customer can then feel like they've got a say in their resolution. Wow, right? And I highly encourage you to go back and listen to episode five, Hiring the Right Type of Agent, because there's so much more. And as per usual, I only pulled out the bit of the article that that episode refers to that I thought was completely interesting for that particular episode. That article that's linked in there has so much more information in it than that. It's a very great article about customer service holistically. It wasn't specific to digital and social customer care. It was holistically about call centers and contact centers. So let's talk about some statistics that were in this article that Singh wrote. So he attributes these statistics to customer care measurement and consulting study that was done. And there's a link to it in the show notes. And the show notes are sociallysupportive.com slash episode 125. So check out these statistics. He says 62 million U.S. families report at least one service problem annually. Then he says that 56% of customers were enraged by their issue. The study that they're referring to is about customer rage. So this is why we're using this term rage. And I want to pause here because if we think about it, think back to the different interactions that you have had with people over the past year or two in a customer support scenario. How many times have you gotten so angry at the interaction that you were having that it was just unsettling to you? And I don't know if it's because we deliver customer care for a living that maybe we're sensitive to a poor customer experience. It doesn't seem like it because we're saying 62 million families are reporting these and then 56% of customers were enraged by their issue. Those are high numbers. And only 25% of customers, according to Singh, report first contact resolution. And then 19% contact more than seven times before their issue gets resolved. Wow. If we think about these statistics, that tells us that customers are trying really hard to get their issues resolved. That's a lot of effort on the part of the customer to fix something that the customer probably feels like they shouldn't have to fix anyway. It should just work like they want it to work. I think we have in today's world a real dichotomy of experiences out there. We are exposed to experiences like I had at the Apple store. I think I explained it to you in episode 122 about enterprise service goals. Anyway, this experience at the Apple store was fantastic and the uploading of my computer was seamless. And so we've got these experiences with brands like Apple and American Express. Sometimes when you call American Express, I've been in their IVR system where they've said, we see that you're calling us, but you normally transact your business online. Do you just need to talk to an agent? And I said, yes. And it transferred me directly to an agent and I didn't have to answer any questions in an IVR. And I thought, wow, how do they do that? So regardless of the modality that we're contacting, some of our experiences are very smooth and frictionless on companies that are focused on that. 
And then some companies are the exact opposite of that. And so I think maybe that could even be impacting the frustration that we feel because we're being exposed to a better scenario, a better situation than what we've been used to in the past. So when we have to go back to a poor customer experience, it feels very rough to us. So what do we do about that? We know that we're looking at these statistics. We know that our own customer service experiences out there in the world can be very different from what we're looking for. So so what should we do about it? Well, in this article, Singh says that his own research, he gives three steps about what to do based on his own research. And he says, step number one is to only empathize or apologize in the first five to seven seconds of your interaction. And I take this to mean that, you know, there are some times when you are interacting with a company and you have an agent who is apologizing profusely or apologizing throughout the conversation. There is something in, from a social science perspective that says that if I don't feel like it's your fault, but then you start apologizing to me, then I start to think, well, maybe it is your fault. And then I start to feel the emotion that you're expecting me to feel. So without getting too deep into the science, someone who didn't have a problem at all, when you bring up that they should have a problem, they think, yeah, maybe I should have a problem with this. As a matter of fact, I think I do have a problem with this. So you've got to strike that balance and really be able to read the customer and not dictate to the customer how the customer should feel, but react to what the customer is explaining to you that they feel. And that can be obviously a little more challenging in a written communications format because you don't have all of the visual context clues to go by. So you've got to be really tuned into your customer to make sure that you are not over explaining, over apologizing. So step two of three that he talks to us about is to then move quickly into problem solving. So when we go back, the first part of your interaction, digital or whatever, is that you're going to only be apologizing in the first five to seven seconds. This is basically a very short statement. And I will caveat this by saying, I don't think that you necessarily need to apologize for everything, especially when you're not sure what you're apologizing for as a company. It's almost maybe construed as admitting fault, and you don't even know if you're at fault yet. So definitely check with your legal counsel, check with your regulatory department, any of those bodies that have influence over that before you talk about crafting your apologies and your responses. Sometimes I know it sounds maybe like overkill, but I think it's important to make sure you know whether you should be apologizing before you do apologize. And then once you get that empathy out of the way in the first five to seven seconds, move quickly to that problem solving because you're taking the customer from a place of frustration and uncertainty into a problem-solving mode. And then the third of three steps that Singh brings to us is to present customers with options. And you would think that you would want to tell them that there's just one solution, but not so. If you present them with just a few, I'm putting in the just a few, but if you present them with just a few options, it can help give your customers a sense of control because they are able to then make a choice about what it is that they want to do. Very important three steps completely agree with what Singh's got here in his research. Again, I would caveat that 
when we talk about these first five to seven seconds, I would recommend that we are hearing what the customer's issue is. So you've got some sort of post or tweet that's coming into you that says, you know, my flux capacitor isn't working, my whatever is not performing as I thought it would. And when that comes in, you want to understand what the issue truly is. And then if it's appropriate to apologize for the customer's inconvenience, maybe you say something like, I'm sorry, that's not the experience we want you to have so that the customer knows that you're not doing this on purpose. Then you can say you're sorry there and then say, here's what we can do to fix it. We have a few options. You can either have this or you can have that. For example, if something was damaged in shipping and the customer's upset about this, here are a couple of options. I can either overnight you a replacement for the damaged item or I can refund your money for you. Either way, we're happy to make this right for you. That gives the customer options so that they can do what they need to do. Now, we've got all of this statistical information about not apologizing and solving problems. We've got a reference back to episode five about hiring the right type of agent. And then we've also got some steps about what to do about it. Empathize in the first five to seven seconds, move quickly to problem solving, and give the customer just a couple options. So now what do we do? How do we go from where we are right now to getting this rolling? So I've got five steps for implementation for you. First, you need to review your hiring profile. Wait, what did she say? Yes, you need to review your hiring profile because when we talk about that episode five, hiring the right type of agent, you may have employees that are very grounded in empathy, but they're not very grounded in taking charge and making things happen. So you want to make sure that you can train your current agents and start moving toward hiring agents that take charge and make things happen, which may not be where you've been in the past. And then you can also refer to episode 126, Skills for Digital Care Agents. Wait, what did she say? I'm doing it to you again. Yeah, this is episode 125, and I have already recorded episode 126, which is with a special guest who's going to help us understand what the right skills are for digital care agents. So that's coming up tomorrow on Thoughtful Thursday. So that's your step one. Step two is to review your training materials because you want to understand inside of your training materials, do you have instructions that tell the agent to do something that's counter to what we just talked about? Look for any place that you need to replace that training material with this new thinking that's informed by all of this research. And then I would say step three of five is to review your processes for the same there may be scripting written into your processes that say, I'm so sorry about this or information that's not in line with what we're talking about here. So where you're able to make sure that you're reviewing those processes as well as the training materials. Then in step four, just augment those processes and training materials as needed. Step five, pilot, tweak, and launch. And that's all there is to it. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. 
This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com today for more information. Alrighty guys, this has been Wisdom Wednesday. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for Thoughtful Thursday where we will be discussing deep thoughts and all things strategy related to digital and social customer care. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time. 